0: Welcome to the Online Store Success podcast with me, Jody Minto. If you have or are planning on launching your very own online store, you are in the right place, my friend. I'm your host, Jody Minto, an award-winning e-commerce mentor, online fashion business owner and speaker based on the Central Coast of New South Wales. I started my own online fashion store from scratch as a side hustle when I was working full-time in the corporate world, juggling young children and living in the Middle East. Today, that Side Hustle is a seven-figure-a-year online fashion brand with stockists and customers all over the world. Join me each week for real talk, lessons and strategies that I used in order to build up Island Code to the million-dollar-a-year business it is today. The lessons and strategies I share with you each week will help you build and scale your very own successful e-commerce fashion business too, because I know how my life has changed for the better after launching my own business, and I want the same for you. Hello and welcome to this episode of Online Store Success with me, Jodie Vinto. I hope you are having a great week so far. I'm really excited to let you know that the doors for my signature program, Online Store Success, are currently open. If you head over to onlinestoresuccess.com, you will find out all of the information there. Like I said, doors are open right now. They won't be for long. So if you have been looking to make this your biggest year in your e-commerce business and would love some straight talking advice, tips, strategies, from someone who has built their own seven-figure online store, this is the program for you. So be sure to go over there and take a look at that. All right, so today I am bringing you the first episode of a mini-series of the five steps you need to take in order to launch your very first e-commerce business. I know a lot of people that are tuning in and a lot of people that uh, follow me haven't yet launched their e-commerce store. And so they are at the very beginning and need some help around getting their products made or sourcing products, which technology to use, how to build their audience and so on and so forth. So this is the first episode of, of a mini series where I'm going to take you through five steps of what you need to do in order to launch your very first store. So today I am talking about all things products, how to source products to sell or how to manufacture your own products. Um, Hopefully you have a bit of an idea around what it is that you want to sell and you have maybe already created a prototype or sample or something like that. So what I'm going to do today is start by, first of all, talking about manufacturing, because manufacturing (laughs) is not for the faint hearted. It is uh, very rewarding, but it is also quite time consuming and expensive and frustrating. So first of all, I'm going to chat with you about how to get your own products made, whether you're a designer, whether you've got a creative vision, either way, Generally speaking, I have a fashion business and I'm not a fashion designer. You don't have to be a designer, you don't have to be an inventor to get your own products made. You need to have an idea and a vision, and then the rest you can work together with a manufacturer in order to bring it to life. So, like I said, I'm going to start with manufacturing, it's very meaty. So, we're going to start here today. Now, Like I said, hopefully you've got a burning idea, a passion for a particular idea, or concept, and you believe people will be excited to buy it. The first step in having your very own product manufactured is to find a manufacturer who is making something similar. For example, denim jeans. You see, manufacturers specialize in different garments or products. Not one manufacturer can make all of the things. They often require specific technologies, equipment, and skills in order to make different types of products. So obviously, I have a fashion business, so I, I will use all things uh, fashion as my example. So a, a denim manufacturer, so a denim factory who produces but denim jeans, denim jackets, anything cotton denim, is going to be very different in the skills that they use in the, the sewing, the stitching Uh, in the uh, technologies that they need versus, say, a swimwear manufacturer who specializes in stretch fabrics like lycra, which would need different techniques used in order to stitch it together. So what you need to first of all do is find someone start researching manufacturers who are already making something along the lines of what it is that you want to make so whether you're making denim or maybe it's ladies garments resort wear swimwear active wear you need to find a, a manufacturer that ideally specializes in that and already produces those garments for other clients now there's a few different ways to actually find one of these manufacturers And the first and probably, you know, in an ideal world would be the easiest way is to ask for suggestions for others if they're willing to share. Now, ideally you'd have a generous friend or a good relationship with a colleague that is either in the know or has experience in using particular factories and is happy to introduce you. However, Not all businesses are willing to share this information. There's a few reasons why. Like I said, manufacturing's not for the faint-hearted. Everything generally runs late. They're generally always very busy um, and there's always a lot of delays. So if for example my my key manufacturer is already uh really late with my own things my orders and um you know it's it's frustrating for me i'm not necessarily willing to share Um, their details for them to sign on new clients, which might then slow down my own production. So that's one reason why people uh, don't want to share. Another reason is it takes a really long time to nurture relationships and find great manufacturers. And there's a lot of work that goes into it and they just may not want to share. They might just want to hold those cards very close to their chest for their own reasons. So if you do have someone that you know that has a relationship with a manufacturer and you ask them, it's 50-50. They might share, they might not share. So don't be surprised. They, they They would have their own reasons for not wanting to share and you would need to respect that. Cause like I said, it's not easy. I mean, even in my seven, eight years of business, I have had many manufacturing um, relationships, some that I no longer work with, some that I'm just getting started with, and it's not necessarily something that you want to just jump in and sh- and share all of those uh, kind of industry information. Side so note, for my students that I work with, my members of Online Store Success, I am generally happy to share and introduce them to any of um, the suppliers that I either use or know that can help them. That is something that I do for my, my, like I said, my members, my students. It's not something I do just for um, strangers off the street, but for people that I know and know what sort of business they have and what sort of product they have, I am more than happy to then connect them with the right people. So let's say that that option isn't available to you. The next option is to get familiar with alibaba.com. Now I know it's got a pretty bad reputation of having lots of just junk on there. However, they, the listings on there are factories. They're manufacturers that would specialize in certain garments and it's a great place to start and to create a short list of manufacturers that you can uh, reach out to. Now, a really important note when you start looking on Alibaba.com, many of the photos you see on there for product listings are ripped off from other brands. And it's not something they themselves have made. They're using those images illegally, mind you, and and unethically, dare I say, um, in order to say and bring in clients and say, like, we can make things like this. And so it's really important when you start narrowing down a list of potential options that you ask them, did you in fact make the garment in this listing? Um, sometimes it's really obvious that they didn't. You know, if it's a, it's a designer brand, um, I've seen plenty of spell collections and, and whatnot, spell designs on there, and I know that they wouldn't be, um, you know, making their products. So you need to ask them specifically, did you make this product? If not, can you show me some photos of recent work that you've done? Because you will probably find that that will help narrow down the list a little bit more once you see the type of products that they make. Once you have got a short list, it, it's worth, uh, it's really important to ask them what their minimum order quantities are because often they can turn around and say, you know, it's 100 minimum per colour per style, which is a lot when you're starting out. I don't even do that now with new products. I will for, for tested proven products I will go you know and make hundreds but in the very beginning I like to do if I can do 30 I'll do 30 if I can do 50 um, that's where that's sort of my starting point and so for anyone starting out uh, I would not recommend going all in on a hundred per color per style because what you'll find is you think it'll be easy to sell a hundred of that same dress but in reality, if you're a new business, it isn't that easy and you might find yourself five and then you have 95 sitting on the shelf, which is really depressing. So that's really, really crucial because you might find a great product, um, great manufacturer and their prices look great, but they might turn around and say, but you have to make a thousand of these things and that's not uncommon. So that again will help cull that list to find someone that's suitable. And also by just chatting with them on the Alibaba platform, you will get an idea of how responsive they are, their communication skills, whether they seem like a good fit for you. So I would absolutely recommend starting conversations with with at least three to five different manufacturers, the more the better really, so that you can get, um, you know, narrow that down. And once you find someone that you like, either order a sample, Um, Ideally, if you have an idea for a a product, you have some sort of design sketch or picture or image. If you've got some measurements, great. You can have them straight away make a sample for the garment you want. If you don't yet have that, what you can do is order a sample or two of their products that they have available that they've listed on Alibaba. So at least you can see the quality of their work, see how long it takes to get to you, um, check all the stitching and things like that. So that is the best way uh, to get started. I know it can be really time consuming. And again, it's a lot of work, which is why some other business owners aren't willing to share because a lot of work goes into building these relationships. But it's you've got to start somewhere. So that's a great place to start. And if you have a physical sample, if you've perhaps had a dressmaker um, make up a sample of what it is that you want in the particular sizes you say you want to have it made up in a size, and a medium, and you want to you send that physical item to them. That's even better because they they will just copy it from that sample you've sent them, and then you'd have to look at grading the sizes. You know how many centimeters in which areas would change for a large, an extra large, etc. So if you have got a physical sample, physical samples, in um, my experience. Uh, trump a tech pack or a um, spec sheet uh, any day of the week. They always love physical samples. If you can have then a supporting tech pack or specification document that says, right, these are the exact measurements um, for each of the sizes, uh, it definitely helps when it comes to receiving that bulk where you then can go in and check and go, have they followed the instructions carefully? Because what you will find is more often than not, they don't follow the instructions um, or they will for the sample and then the bulk comes and it's a bit of a disaster. So um, it's really uh, the most more information you can give them, the better. But if you have a physical sample, it would definitely speed up the process. So like I said, manufacturing is a lengthy and complex process. Expect it to take three to six, to even 12 months from the initial concept and sampling to getting that bulk order. And as, if you're starting out, that might be more like six to 12 months um, because what you'll find there'll be a, a few variations of samples. You know, you have to wait for it to be shipped to you and then you've got to send feedback. They've got to make it again, send it back to you, so on and so forth. So, like I said, it's a It's a lengthy and complex and sometimes frustrating process. However, it is really rewarding and you will have much better profit margins when when it's time to sell if you've manufactured it yourself. Plus, you're opening up the opportunity to be able to sell wholesale to other brands and other stores um, so so that you will have enough margin to be able to do that, hopefully. Okay, so let's say that manufacturing sounds like it's all far too much work. Um, and right now you have a concept or an idea of an online store that you that you want to launch that sells a curation of products and, and other people's brands rather than manufacturing your own. It's definitely easier. There's always pros and cons for both. Um, but perhaps you want to even test the waters with, say for example, say you want to start a business selling. I don't know, let's say candles, for example. You, maybe you don't want to go all in and, and manufacturing lots and lots of candles. You first want to test the waters by selling somebody else's brand. So, Finding different ways and different brands to sell, there's a few different ways you can do this. So you can reach out to brands directly. Perhaps you follow them on Instagram or on Facebook. Um, You're on their mailing list. You can reach out to them directly and say, hey, do you sell wholesale to other businesses? A lot of brands like myself, like Island Co., do. But there will be a, a set of criteria that um, a customer, a wholesale customer needs to meet in order to, for us to sell to them. They need to order a minimum amount, a dollar amount of, of products. They obviously have to have a shop. Um, they're reselling and we often have rules and things around, you know, you can't go and undercut us with the price and, and splash it all over the internet. Um, at, you know, the, so there'll be set certain um rules and terms and conditions around that but it's a great way to start out and often they already have photos which is a super super helpful because you can just get their photos and upload it straight to your website you don't have to look at doing photo shoots and things like that so that's one way reaching out to existing brands that you would you like reach out to them directly and ask them if they do wholesale if so do they have a lookbook or um, an order form and what is the um, minimum order that you've got to make with them in order to get that that wholesale discount. Other options are attending trade shows. So we are attending. We're ho- we're we're exhibiting at a trade show in Melbourne this year at the Reed Gift Fair. It's our very first trade show, and these trade shows are where other business owners, boutique owners, shop owners go to go and source and buy new products to to sell in their stores so i'm really we're really excited about that it is a huge investment from a brand um for us to get down there to melbourne there's four of us who've got to fly down for a week um plus the cost and, and whatnot so we're really excited and, and hopeful that it will um it will definitely pay off um but you just never know but from the other side of it if you're a buyer they are great they're often free to get into um and you can go and and all under one roof there is there's hundreds of brands and um businesses selling products that you can sell. Aside from that, there are also wholesale agents and platforms. So in fashion, there's a wholesale platform called Holler, um, spelt w h o l a.com where they sell lots of fashion brands we on island co we are on hola as well um, and there's even agents where you can make appointments and go in and and see what um, you know the brands that they they represent and have a look and 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 whatnot there's lots like in sydney in surrey hills um in alexandria and then aside from that, you'll find there are wholesale or fashion districts. So again, Surrey Hills in Sydney is, has got a couple of blocks of just all, um, they're mostly fast fashion, but if you've got a business card showing that you are a real life business, you can go in and purchase packs from them. So there are lots of different options um, where what you can look at. Also, if they're a smaller independent brand, they might also be open to a drop shipping arrangement where you can list your products on their site without f- actually buying them up front. Where, what happens when we've done this in the past on Island Co, we've had a few different brands on our site via a drop shipping arrangement. So we do the marketing and make a sale for that brand. And when the, then we, we flick that sale through to the uh, other brand that we've sold and they will then send the order to the customer and then we will make a commission. The, the, that brand will then send us a, an invoice um, for the whatever the arrangement is, and then we pay that to them, and then we make a little um a little commission, and we didn't have to buy all of that product up front and ho- in hope that we will sell it. So some smaller independent brands might be open to doing that, and it's definitely worth it's definitely worth asking. They might say no, but it's worth asking. So, over the years, I've done a combination of all of these things. I've done manufacturing. I've done um, other brands on my website where I've purchased it up front. I've done drop shipping other brands on my website. Um, so, there is lots and lots of different ways and maybe you're going to be a combination of both or maybe you'll start reselling and then move over to manufacturing. But there are definitely um, lots of options and um and it's i mean it is great fun particularly when when products are selling and flying off the shelf Um, so yeah so there are two options regarding getting products ready to sell for yourself it's either manufacturing or reselling another brand and i hope that was helpful to you. Like I said, my uh, online store success coaching program, group coaching program, is currently open for enrollment where we go even more in depth in this thing, in these different areas of launching and scaling your online store. I, like I said, um, for members in my program, I, I happily introduce them to relevant manufacturers if I've got someone that I know can help them. Um, so be sure to go over to online store success and take a look at that and I cannot wait for the next episode of this little mini series and where I'm going to talk to you about building your brand and your audience. Thanks so much for being here today. I Look forward to chatting with you again next Wednesday. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Online Store Success with Jodie Minto. If you loved it, please share it with your friends on Instagram and tag me at I am Jody Minto so I can say thank you. And if you really want to make my day, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like my help in starting or scaling your online store, be sure to check out my free resources and programs at jodiminto.com. Thanks again and best of luck with your store.